Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And in today's news for music, the next hit song could actually be picked by artificial intelligence. I find this rather interesting and a little bit scary, but first things first, Let's get the backdrop here, and this is coming from Studies Find, Study Finds. I thought this was actually really interesting. A robot could be coming for the job of prominent music producers and talent show judges like Simon Cowell, according to new research. Now, scientists have utilized AI or artificial intelligence to identify hit pop songs with a 97% accuracy rate, and obviously such a system could essentially render TV talent show judges redundant, and here we go. Now, the AI which actually is utilizing a neural network, can also enhance the efficiency of streaming services, which is where I think the real secret sauce is going to be here for good and bad. Now, according to researchers in California, the system is so straightforward, it could even be applied to both movies and television shows as well, basically picking what the hits will be or not. Now, Paul Zak, who is a professor at Claremont uh, Graduate University and the senior author of this study, said, and I quote, by applying machine learning to neurophysiologic data, we could almost perfectly identify hit songs that the neural activity of 33 people can predict if millions of others listen to new songs is quite amazing. Nothing close to this accuracy has ever been shown before. Now, during this study, participants basically wore like a skull cap brain scanner while listening to a set of 24 songs. They were also asked about their preferences and provided basic demographic data. The experiment measured neurophysiological responses and I quote again the brain signals we've collected reflect activity of a brain network associated with mood and energy levels end quote now with that it enabled the team to predict market outcomes including the number of streams a song might receive based on responses from these volunteers the team's approach called neuroforecasting uh, uses brain cell activity from a small group of people to predict population level effects. The statistical model identified potential uh, chart hits 69% of the time, but it jumped to 97% when machine learning was applied to this data. The team found that even by analyzing neural responses to only the first you know, minute of a song, they achieved a success rate of 82%. And I quote again, this means that streaming services can readily identify new songs that are likely to be hits for people's playlists more effectively, making the streaming services job easier and delighting listeners. If the future future wearable neuroscience technologies like the one we used for this study become commonplace, the right entertainment could be sent to audiences based on their neurophysiology. Instead of being offered hundreds of choices, they might be given just two or three, making it easier and faster for them to choose music that they will enjoy, end quote. And so here's where my cybersecurity slash privacy nerd tinfoil hat basically kicks in on this. And it kicks in in two different ways. First things first, if this eventually gets so unbelievably accurate as to predict what I'm going to like before I've even seen it, that's essentially creating a fingerprint of me. And so how are we keeping that data private? Meaning I'm wearing that that neuro whatever, some part of my body that says, oh, I think Nick is going to like movie X or song X or TV show X. And boom, now somebody has that information on me, thus creating a fingerprint to what my interests may be or what my likes are or what I think of something and therefore give them the ability to what? Advertise things outside of that vein that I may also like as well. Basically taking like the Facebook advertising model to the next level. The other issue I've got with this is that 
if we're not seeing hundreds of choices, assuming this all comes to fruition, and we're not seeing hundreds of choices, but two or three selected choices based off of our neurophysiology, in some way, how do we know that we're basically not missing anything we would like? Because again, I, I like to expose myself to a whole bunch of different stuff and uh, some of that stuff I don't like. And I'm like, yeah, and it's not my genre, not a big fan, but you know, I, maybe I wanna hear it. Maybe I changed my mind. We all grow, we all change. But how do we also know that some massive company like a Disney out there wouldn't be paying that delivery platform to basically prioritize their new movie to me? And because I've been using this thing and I, I know that, oh, these two, three songs, these two, three TV shows consistently hit, therefore I start trusting the system. Why wouldn't Disney pay basically for that? Because I'm trained to believe that what is put in front of my face by this narrow delivery system is something I'm going to like. And now millions of people will tune into Disney and Disney can say, aha, see, millions of people have watched new movie X or whatever it is. These are things I think that we need to understand as we continue to evolve technology. We don't evolve privacy laws that essentially keep us secure, uh, you know, in this manner. So I'm very curious to see what's going to happen here. Uh, you know, I think this is the kind of technology that we're going to see really come to fruition probably in the next 20, 10 to 20 years with a, a good amount of accuracy. And so by virtue of that, I think it's an important one uh, to really watch, to really study, but also to be concerned over and make sure that as we are adopting this, we're doing it in a safe and private manner. And so by virtue of that, here we are. And so that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.